0: hey guys welcome to help mix where you help me release my thoughts and opinions and i help you with whatever my thoughts and opinions can help you with so today it's season 2 episode 13 i'm gonna be talking about all about my fitness journey so far but of course i'm gonna be trying to extend on that which is something i'm working on i'm trying to extend my podcast more so that maybe it's like Something that you can listen to while on the road Something that you can listen to Falling asleep um, And so on and so forth I just kind of wanted to make my episodes a bit longer Because recently They've been a bit too short To my liking Although I do love all my episodes I think they are very informative I think I could give more Content In a larger amount of time Anyway uh, First of all I want to talk about what made me start so originally i've been doing fitness before as part of training like through sprints jogging a bit of battle rope tires like lifting them a bit of dumbbells but still mainly focused on taekwondo every fitness aspect of my life was mainly because of taekwondo um it was Taekwondo training like five days a week and then maybe some jogging on Saturday and Sunday or jogging three times a week and then maybe I had one weight training but that weight training was more of like circuit based like uh, more of muscular muscle endurance instead of hi- hypertrophy and you guys might be thinking why would you want hypertrophy as a taekwondo athlete don't you need to be lean or again. There's a stereotype that I'm a girl so I would I shouldn't be working on hypertrophy on building muscle size. But the thing is, and I've talked about this before, that's a myth on there is a myth on building muscle that just because you're doing weight training and a lot of weight training or regular weight training, I'm gonna build muscle. It also relies on my caloric deficit or caloric surplus or whatever is my caloric diet or how much calories I am consuming basically. But yeah, anyway, uh, so yeah, I never had a really strict weight training program. But at the start of quarantine, I think in 2020 of May, June or July, at the start of quarantine, I was losing muscle due to the lack of training exposure. So, with that main taekwondo training, all those joggings, all those sprints, uh, and the rare weight trainings, Mostly body weight, so mostly push-ups, mostly squats and all that. That gave me some type of muscle, some type of strength to play with. But at the start of quarantine, I was losing that muscle. And you can imagine that I I was already kind of lean. uh, And then now I'm losing all of it, so I, I would be essentially skinny. So I was losing muscle due to the lack of training exposure. And the online trainings weren't enough for me to maintain. Like, we had bodyweight trainings in during the bodyweight exercises during the online trainings. But I found that I didn't really enjoy those bodyweight trainings. And also, it was hard to progress in them. Because, yes, you've mastered the push-up. What's next? So, a one-hand push-up? But how much more... Difficult is a one hand push up to a regular push up. Unlike if you were doing weight training where you would have 10 pounds and then 12 pounds, it's definite that the 12 pounds is harder than the 10 pounds by 2 pounds. So it's like all calculated and stuff. So yeah, the online trainings weren't enough for me to maintain, and basically I was getting into weight training. I decided to get into weight training after all the stuff that I've seen on social media. People were getting into weight training, into resistance bands, especially. Uh, the glute bands, and all that. So, I started. And the thing is, I did not have money to buy the trap bar, to buy the deadlift bar, the barbell, uh, set the weights, uh, any type of equipment for weightlifting or resistance training. So, I started by filling up 1.5 liter Coke bottles with water and I tied those together with some type of string, and those by itself, I could use as a dumbbell. But I had a pull-up bar that could not be attached. So, like, it couldn't be attached to the wall. So I hung it on the side of that. I hung the Coke bottles on the side of the pull-up bar and used that for squats, deadlifts, bench press, etc. However, my range of motion Was greatly decreased with that because obviously the coke bottles was was swinging around so it was hard plus the bottles would reach the floor way before the bar itself so that decreased my range of motion and the pull-up bar had some attachments to it that i couldn't remove so it wasn't like one straight bar it was like one straight bar with a little curvature attached to it and it really hindered my range of motion and range of motion is a big thing as i've learned in fitness so yeah but it gave it gave me an effective workout better than in my opinion body weight exercises uh moving on to the middle portion of my fitness journey my serious fitness journey in the middle of quarantine i was able to go to decathlon and initially oh wait uh, before we go to the decathlon part Decathlon is a store by the way um, Exercise store Before that I was able to get some resistance bands uh, These resistance bands I, I worked on them And I really liked them I liked the tension uh, But it broke Because it was kind of I got it for kind of cheap So I, I should have expected that um, But yeah It broke So I was back to the bottles and my pull-up bar anyway back to what i was saying in the middle of quarantine i was able to go to the gathlon and initially i was going to buy a dumbbell or barbell set using my christmas money which is well I i won't go into details about how much it was like my christmas money but what happened instead was i bought a pair of three kilogram dumbbells and some resistance bands which allowed me to have allowed me to still have some type of Taekwondo specific training together with weight training so the resistance bands are useful because again I really like that tension I I could use it for uh, putting tension when I practice my kicks I could use it for prehab mobility there was a whole new spectrum of exercises that was opened up to me with those resistance bands that I bought. So I bought two of the, I think, 15 kilogram resistance bands, the, the big loops, it's really big. It's not the glute bands, The are really big loops. And then I bought one, I think it's called the Tone Tube, which I like to use my best exercise that I was open up to because of that was the anti-rotational twist for the core. So I really like that, uh, yeah. And those three kilogram dumbbells I use for my bicep curls, tricep extension, and it gets the work done for maybe some squats. Uh, if you just make the reps high, some deadlifts, uh, some rows, and so on and so forth, it gets the job done. Because I mean, this is this is enough. This is more than enough for me at that stage. This is some. This is the highest I've ever gotten to with in terms of equipment that I've had. Aside of course from when I would go to the gym. But later on, I got into football. So I started to make uh, an off, pre and in season program for me getting better at football and adjusting and fine tuning my strength program. So I was adjusting my strength program as I was researching. I would research how many sets is most optimal for hyper trophy. Uh, Which exercises would give the most benefit for my hypertrophy or maybe not even hypertrophy. I didn't focus on uh, gaining muscle size because I I don't want to be um, focused on hypertrophy. I want to be more focused on my performance, actually. So... Yeah, there. So I did. I did my research, and using that research, I would fine tune my strength training program, and I was also looking into become elite, and that helped me make my own off season, preseason, and in season program for my football. And as I was researching, I was learning more about the truths, the myths, and the tips of the fitness world regarding weights, hypertrophy, taekwondo, and football. Basically, I just said that. It prompted me to start this podcast this podcast, helped Mix, and my YouTube channel, Mika Ramos, but also, it got me into a regular rhythm of a five-day training program with two to three double days in a week, depending on the program. Uh, My rest days are Saturday and Sunday, and on those five days of training, I have intense to moderate workouts. So, although at times, I am free to use my cousin's 50-kilogram barbell set, which is uh, the a very good advantage for me that they are down the street. So I, I get to go to their house or when I do go to their house I borrow their 50 kilogram barbell set and that gives me a very intense weightlifting workout um, where I can focus on the compound lifts where I can focus on doing 10 to 20 to 30 kilogram deadlifts where I can focus on my bench press um, where I can focus on higher weights lower reps basically although it's still not the best setup because i don't have a rack so for example in squats i can't go as heavy as i would want to and i can't find out my one rep max because i don't have the rack or a spotter to keep me safe so i either way i do make do with what i have now lesson wise um What I learned technically, technical-wise, I learned about what number of sets is most optimal for hypertrophy, when is the right time to go into a cut or a shred or a bulk, how to compute for my maintenance calories, and so many other fitness concepts that I will and may have already discussed previously in my podcast or on my YouTube channel. Uh, I have learned so much more aside from the number of sets and the right time and computing and everything and that. But like, my journey in learning the other the fitness concepts that are available to us, like all the fitness concept, concepts, I have so much more to learn, that's what I'm saying. I have so much more fitness concepts to learn and to apply because it's, the, it's one thing to learn and to research these fitness concepts. It's another thing to be able to apply them correctly wherein I won't get injured and I, I will have progress. But... This is what I encourage you guys to do. And even if you don't have money or any equipment for the gym, make do with what you have. You have to be able to accept your circumstances and bring out the best results you can from it. That's all so far. So let me share some of my stats from the start of my fitness journey to now. So I say I started from July 2020 and then up to the present. So my body fat in February 2021, was like 20.6%. And then I've had a cut recently. I think I started April or May. But it is now 19.7%. So not a big body fat difference, body fat percentage difference. But it's still a difference nonetheless. And that is big. Because we have seen so many people where they go on these... Fitness journeys, or these fitness challenges, or they do these different diets, these different exercise regimes, but they don't see progress, and they get so frustrated. So, seeing this progress is something that has helped me mentally. And that's another lesson I forgot to mention: is it helped me mentally? It helped me. It, it gave me an activity wherein I was able to release the emotions that I've had. It was like. Uh, Uh, A moment of peace for me like uh, uh, sorry I'm having a hard time describing it but it was a an activity that I could do almost every single day wherein I was not affected by my work I mean by my assignments by my homework by my school by anyone else it was just me and my exercise And uh, yeah it's just me and my workout and to prevent burnout in in weightlifting despite it being a leisurely activity um, I still have again two days of rest which allows me to recuperate my body to perform my workouts best so my plan for the future is basically to do my cut and bulk cycles properly i'm currently in a cut right now which will end at in july and then i will maintain that for a while and then maybe bulk up for again or maybe i don't know we we will see it depends because i'm an athlete so i'm more of my nutrition and my and my training is more periodized instead of oh i want to look shredded i'll just go cut my calories Uh, I can't cut my calories if I am doing intense workouts. So, yeah, it depends. But, yeah, that's all so far. And I've been recording for 15 minutes. I think that is a solid, solid uh, podcast episode. I know a lot of people and most of the podcasts I listen to are like 30 minutes, one hour, one hour and a half, two hours at most. But, yeah, I, I, I enjoy the ones that are kind of short but not too short and i think this is okay for me in my my style of podcast but yeah thanks guys